Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. What the hell is going on? Cops in New York City getting disrespected is not a problem. It's an epidemic. You hear me? An epidemic. And it's only getting worse thanks to some of our politicians and so-called social activists. An absolute disgrace. A freaking disgrace. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right. Like I said, folks, it is an epidemic. An epidemic that, I mean, to me, it's a black plague that has infested this city. It's terrible. It's absolutely as I said, it's a disgrace, a freaking disgrace. I don't know if you people got to see, but what is going on, I mean, we, we've seen it in the past with, with cops being hit with water and being confronted on subways. We, we've seen that, but the mob that dumped crap and boxes and threw things and eggs at a police cruiser r- riding on it. Are you kidding me? People hollering at the cops. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. And I'm not saying that for effect, folks. I'm saying that because that's what it was. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. Cops who were in the area in Brooklyn, they were in the area because they were dealing with a domestic abuse call. People throwing trash, insulting them. Trick-or-treat motherfuckers. I'm not saying that to be dramatic. I'm saying that because that's what we're dealing with. That's why it's an epidemic. How about this? How about if those same cops, they were responding to a domestic abuse call? How about if those same cops said, ah, screw it, the heck with the bitch? Then what would have happened? Then the cops would have been a-holes, right? And rightfully so. But here they are. The cops are responding to something within a community, and that's how they get treated. 
I do not understand this for the life of me. And what, what, what I really don't understand, where the hell is the outrage from our social activists and our politicians, huh? Then you had people this past Friday night at the Barclay Center. They jump in turnstiles in protest, holding up signs, smearing uh, cop cars with NYPD KKK graffiti. People hollering, fuck the police. And again, folks, again, I'm, I'm not dropping F-bombs for the sake of just dropping F-bombs. This, this is the people talking. The anti-police protests. That's what's going on. What I want to know is where are the likes of the social activists? Not all of them. Don't want to label everybody. Just like I'm not labeling black people. I'm labeling people within a said community. We got all kinds of a-holes. Black, white, blue, green. But I'm talking about right now a segment within a community. I want to know where the social activists are. I want to know where the hell the great... Reverend Al Sharpton is. Where is he? Because, you know, know, uh, if a cop blows his nose the wrong way, Big Al is there. Where is Al Sharpton now walking into a community and saying, hey, people, we can't be acting like this. Because this plays to every bad stereotype that we get labeled with. We got to protect our community. We got to show that we're worth protecting. Where Where's Big Al now? I'll tell you where Big Al is. He's waiting for the next opportunity for something to go wrong. And then he's going to have a, a heartbroken mother or so, which. Nobody should be shot. Nobody should be beaten. Uh, you know, just for being beaten. But where's Al now? Where's Al standing up within a community saying we got to stop acting like this? Maybe I'm a sap, but you see, I grew up in the 60s. I remember Dr. King. I can tell you Dr. King wouldn't stand for this shit. I I can guarantee you that. He'd be the first guy out there saying this is no way to act. But look, listen to me. I sound like a moron. I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning Al Sharpton in the same breath of, as Dr. King. How silly is that? But no, really. 
See, because you know why I'm bringing that up? What was it last week? I think, uh, you know, outside of Queens High School, a 16-year-old girl, what was her name? Ashley, um, Ashley Armugan. She was shot. How, why was she shot? Well, there were, you know, crossfire, street gangs. Then what was it a few days before that? Amir uh, Griffin. He was 14 years old. He was playing basketball. He was also shot. But he wasn't as lucky as 16-year-old Ashley. He's dead. He's dead. A 14-year-old boy is dead. Getting shot. Where's Al Sharpton and the activists there? Where are the politicians? Where are the politicians going into that community? And where is where's Al Sharpton and other activists going into that community saying this shit has to stop? It has to stop now. Where is it? I I it absolutely sickened me. Because to me, the situation is not getting better. It's only getting worse. I thought after watching those cops, you know, being spilled with water during the summer, whenever the hell it was, I I thought, okay, it was an incident or one or two isolated incidents. But no. And you know what? If there's going to be no punishment, It's going to keep going on and on and on and on. And I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Because then you're going to get the Al Sharptons out there. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to get a cop or cops in this situation. Let's say they're responding to something. They're, They're out of their cars. And then you're going to get a crowd and it's the crowd's going to get rowdy. And maybe someone's going to get tripped or fall. And then a cop is going to feel threatened. Maybe he'll get pushed. A cop is going to feel threatened. And then someone, then a gun's going to go off. And someone's going to get shot. And then you're going to have maybe a dead person. And then a family and a mom or, and, a, and a dad or whatever with a broken heart. And then they're going to be there front and center. What the police did to my kid. And there's going to be Big Al. Big Al Sharpton. Front and center. And he'll he'll have his lawyer there. Come on. Stop. When is this going to stop? Two children. One is dead. Another 60-year-old girl was shot. Where? I want to know. Where is, where was Al Sharpton? 
Where were, where was other activists? Where were the politicians standing there in that community saying, this crap has to stop? I didn't see anybody around. Didn't see anybody around. But you know what I did see? I did see this moron AOC Congresswoman, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Twitter. Joining the anti-cop Twitter mob. She was defending people over the weekend... I mean, it's a joke. Now, here's a quote from uh, AOC. Ending mass incarceration means challenging a system that jails the poor to free the rich. And, and she, she's talking about, like, you shouldn't be arrested for jumping turnstiles to get on the subway. She goes, arresting people who can't afford a $2.75 fare makes no one safer and destabilizes our community. New Yorkers know that. They're not having it, and they're standing up for each other. Oh, okay. So basically, you have this representative in government saying, you know what? Screw it. You don't have the fair jump the turnstile. So I guess that's always the case. You don't have the money to buy the bread or buy the steak or whatever, so steal it. Don't misread this, folks. My heart goes out for people who can't afford. But whether you can afford or you can't afford. There are rules and laws in this country. If we go ahead and say, I mean, that's what they're saying? It's unbelievable. I mean, people were, were jumping over turnstiles, basically telling cops, fuck you. Flipping them the finger. Now, what are the cops supposed to do? But, you know, these these are the same people who will holler in the community that cops aren't doing their job and protecting us. And once we start making an excuse for everything that happens is a result because somebody is poor, that's bullshit. There are good people in this world. And there are bad people in this world. And there are people who just use situations as excuses. That ends up condemning people within a neighborhood. Let me tell you something. A lot of good people live in Bed-Stuy. A lot of good people live in Brownsville. A lot of good people who don't have, who scrape 
and, and, and bust their ass day in and day out working two and three jobs. A lot of wonderful people who live in the same area and make sure that they and their children do the right thing, not the wrong thing. They rise above situations. I I mean, I am telling you, what I got to witness, I mean, looking at these police cars being vandalized, I I mean, I'm telling you, a, a cop, two cops were responding, they were responding to a domestic abuse call, and this is what happens? Think about it. It's going to reach a point where a cop is going to say to one another, screw this. Let's not get out of the car here. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I'm sorry. If, I'm sorry if she's going to get smacked around, but what the heck? I mean, we're going to get out of the car and then we're going to come back. The car's not going to be here. It's going to be on fire. That's going to happen. As sure as I'm sitting here, that's going to happen. And I guarantee you. It's going to happen what I said. You're going to get a situation where a cop is going or cops are going to be afraid. They're going to feel threatened and someone's going to get shot. And then this is really going to explode. And then you're going to have the politicians standing front and center. Oh, this this shit can't happen. We have to be better than this. I, I... I am a born and raised Democrat. Born and raised. I've never voted Republican. But this shit is out of control. AOC's a Democrat. He ain't my part of my Democratic Party, I will tell you that. And and when you ask questions, when when you want to ask questions, how the hell did we elect Trump? I'll ask questions to all New Yorkers. How the hell did we elect AOC? Huh? I got a better one for you. How the hell did we elect dishonorable Dumbo de Blasio for not one but two terms? How did that happen? And now you have a situation where, you you know, uh, Governor Cuomo doesn't want cash bail. And and, and now you're going to have people getting out. They want early release for a lot of people. Like like there's something that more than 400 offenses, including criminal negligent homicide. I'm reading this was this was in the New York Post. Uh, The proposed early jail release is tied to a law Cuomo signed in the spring to eliminate bail for defendants charged with an array of misdemeanor and felony crimes. The more than 400 offenses include criminally negligent homicide, aggravated assault on a child under 11, and selling drugs on or near school grounds, according to a memo being circulated by prosecutors. Yeah, let, let, how, how this, this is a better one. De Blasio 
to make sure that offenders show up in court wants to offer them prizes. No, no, no. Free free tickets to Met games and movie passes if they show up. They're going to be rewarded for showing up in court. I mean, really? What the hell are we talking about? I'm telling you, the world has gone nuts. When I say we got an epidemic, I'm telling you it's an epidemic. Because the politicians are stupid. The activists are full of shit. It's disgraceful. There was a situation, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, a judge in uh, the Bronx let two people off on their own recognizance, okay? Uh, let's see. What, what, one guy was accused of pointing uh, a gun in the direction of multiple people and blasting several shots up in the Bronx. The the people asked um, for $50,000 bail. He, the judge released him on his own recognizance. Another person shot a gun in Hunts Point. He was also released on his own recognizance. Like, what is going on? The system is broken. You you know that expression? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it's getting to the point. It's going to be beyond fixing unless something is done right away. And, and you know what? I got a big kick. There, there was also a thing, um, what was it, last week, that Sharpton was meeting with, um, what's his name, from Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg. He was meeting with Mark Zuckerberg to discuss uh, making sure that there was concerns over uh, that Facebook wasn't doing fact proper fact-checking. No pun intended, but this is Al Sharpton wants to, no pun intended, but isn't that a case of the pot calling a kettle black? Al Sharpton? Hey, Big Al, how much fact-checking did you do with Tawana Brawley 30-some-odd years ago? Huh? Every time somebody brings that up, he comes, he gets quiet like a church mouse. I'm telling you, I don't know what is happening to our city. The city that I grew up in, the Brooklyn that I grew up in. And for people, a cop's walking down the street, a cop is standing there, he's cleaning the car with the shit that the people put on, and they're saying, trick or treat, motherfuckers. 
Fuck the police. NYPD, KKK. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure all the minority cops out there, the outstanding minority cops out there, whether they're black or they're Hispanic or whatever, I'm sure they really appreciate the association with the KKK. But then again, where are the activists? Huh? Where are the activists? And since these assholes choose to choose to piss on the police, maybe they ought to look into this story. There were two cops, and I'm going to mention them by name because they were. I think they were the uh, precinct ten, I believe, in Manhattan. Wilfredo, no, excuse me, it was Ricardo Roman. And Samuel Baez. They found a homeless man down on his luck. I think he was bitten by a dog. Guy was 34, 35 years old. What did they do? They got him cleaned up. They gave him money out of their own pockets. They got him a haircut, got him glasses, got him a suit. And got him a job interview. I don't see nobody making a big deal about that story. I didn't see any politicians coming out making a big deal about that story. I didn't see any Al Sharptons. I didn't. I, where, where is AOC to applaud the police? And. Dishonorable Dumbo de Blasio applauding the police. Because let me tell you something. A big part of this problem with the disrespect for the police relates right to dishonorable Dumbo de Blasio. But you got AOC. Going anti-police. Well, how come? I mean... How come nobody's talking about this story? Two cops. Help out a homeless guy. Clean him up. Wash him up. Get him glasses. Get him a haircut. Get him a suit. Get him a job interview. Hmm? That's what you call cops connecting with the community. And and folks, if you live in New York City, you know, li- listen, I come here to WABC. When, when I turn the corner at 31st Street and, and, uh, six, uh, and, and um, 7th, as, as soon as you, you know, it's there. Penn Station. I mean, it's there. The homeless. It, it's not a little bitty problem. It's a major problem. But but there are two cops. There are two cops doing beyond the right thing.
Here's a quote from one of the cops. We're trying to let people know that homelessness is not a crime. We need to do our best to assist them if, if they want to be assisted. That's a fair statement. You tell me, folks. Am I making a mountain out of a molehill? I don't think so. As I said, there's a 14-year-old boy killed last week playing basketball. In fact, as I'm as I'm speaking right now, by the time this you'll hear this, uh he will have already Buddy Griffin will have already been buried. Then you had the 16-year-old girl, Ashley uh, Armugan. Thank God she's not being buried. I don't see, what what am I saying? I'm not seeing politicians. I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing activists. Where is the outrage? But I got to read about this moron, dope, a lot. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, applauding people for jumping turnstiles and protesting the police. Hmm? And, And again, AOC would be the first one If she got hit in the face with an egg and a cop did nothing, she'd be the first one to bitch and moan about it. Like I said, you know, I'm I'm not blowing this out of proportion. This is an epidemic. You had a person killed, a 14-year-old boy killed, a 16-year-old girl shot. One one playing basketball, the other one near her school. And where's the outrage? Where where where's the screaming now? Where's the standing and applauding for these two cops? But every time a cop blows his nose or farts in the wrong direction, then it's an uproar. Is every cop a good cop? No. Is every person a good person? No. Is every lawyer a good lawyer? No. Is every doctor a good doctor? No. But by and large, there's a lot of goodness out there, and that includes cops. But I'll tell you what, if I had a son... Or a daughter who wanted to be a cop today, I I implore them. And I'm, I've never been one. You let your kids grow up to be who they want to be as long as they're good people. But are you kidding me? In, in this city and when the pay is shit compared to other places, this is what they get? Can you I, – I mean, you'll – you are going to a domestic abuse call and you come out and, and boxes and eggs and water thro- thrown at your car and put on your car with graffiti and people are laughing at you. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. Oh, that's really nice. 
caught on video. Trick or treat, motherfuckers. And the guy doing the yapping or gal doing the yapping, whoever the hell it was, I guarantee you, they'd be the first one to bellyache if somebody cracked them over the head with a club. Or, God forbid worse, shot them in the ass. Or wherever. This stuff is out of control. I'm not saying every cop is a perfect cop. But let me tell you, this stuff is crazy. It's an epidemic. And if I, I would implore each and every one of you, white, black, blue, green. To, you want to protest? Protest politicians with their horseshit ideas and activists and people sitting on their ass and only getting off their asses when the timing suits them. I mean, what what am I talking about here? There's a war going on in the black community. And where is Al Sharpton? And anybody else who's sitting silent on this? Why? Because you don't have a cop to blame? So it doesn't suit you? Like I said, folks, the disrespect for cops is an epidemic. And it's up to everybody to to holler, holler about this and let all these so-called politicians and activists know, do your job. Do your job. It's disgusting. Anyway, that's a wrap here, folks. I want to thank you all for getting a load of this. And now i like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast because it's important. You can tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. My thanks always to the big man across the way, Crash, who takes such good care of me, Mike Caragliano, to my uh, podcast producer here at WABC, Tim Einickel, to my 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, to his outstanding assistant program director, Matt Dahl. And last but certainly not least, a great big thank you to you people out there because without you people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. And again, folks, I implore all of you, if you care about New York City, you got to speak up about this. Because like I said, cops being disrespected is an epidemic and something needs to be done about it. But until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, Bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a terrific day. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.